to step three. I'm your host, Ian Wilson, creative director at Build Create Studios in Ann Arbor, Michigan. In this podcast, we talk about business and careers and professionalism and how all that relates to us kind of from the mental health perspective. Um, So, uh, sorry, this week, we're going to be talking about uh, the things that are in your environment that kind of shape who you are. So, this is a part of a three-part series, and this first part is uh, people. So you are your environment, part one, people. There, I got that out of the way. You know, I think we're all familiar with the argument of about nature versus nurture. Are people born a certain way or do they become that way over time through experiences or be the culmination of our lives experiences or are our are, are actions and potential set in stone from, you know, the, the, our, as deep as our DNA. And uh, that's not what I'm talking about here, but... I am talking about things in your environment that affect you because it's clear that as you go through life, the more you tend to focus on one thing, whatever you put your energy into is kind of what starts to dominate you and will start defining who you are and what you value. So the people you spend time with, that's a a crucial part of your environment and your little sphere of reality and they influence your decisions, the things you like, the things you watch, what you say, what you listen to, how you see the world and all those things that become you and your character, you know, they start with the people that you are hanging around with and and are affecting you emotionally and kind of causing you to adapt and shift um, in different social, social situations. So this is something that you know it's not a heavily action oriented episode this is really just things to think about and to explore when you're kind of sitting there and remembering and thinking about your relationships um my time for this is usually laying in bed at night remembering embarrassing things about my childhood or whatever and to take that time to then think about this to make it productive instead of just a you know normal anxiety attack (laughs) so the average pulp uh, pop culture response to this sort of question or this this line of questioning is you're the average of the five people you spend most of your time with and while that is something that is a contentious statement and there's a lot of arguments both for and against i think that Per the usual, I'm not really looking for a hard answer here, so I'll take that. That's close enough for right now. That gives me something to go on and some blare to start. Because while it's not a hard truth or anything you want to, you know, base your entire life on, it's not totally wrong either. We are influenced by outside, by people. I mean, we're social creatures. We've evolved to form societies 
And that includes behaviors like, you know, mirroring, which is how we mimic the people that we spend time with because we want to um, both become part of their tribe and kind of help to merge our two tribes together and become a unit and have that kind of uh, solidarity with each other, that community. And, and that's often accomplished unconsciously through things like mirroring. You know, we might start to talk a little bit differently. You spend some time in Ohio and you're starting to get like your Midwest ac- accent deepens and starts to get a little twangy the further south you go. Um, you know, when you're around different people, you might bring up different music or movies. That's more of a conscious choice, but it's the same type of deal where um, you feel that drive to... To, to, to tweak yourself slightly to make it so it's the most desirable version of yourself for those people you're with. And to whatever extent that this is conscious or unconscious, um, it happens regardless. And it's something that, again, if you have positive people you're imitating, then that's going to hopefully have a positive result and vice versa. So I was thinking about the kind of people that are good to have on a team or in a support system, um, just kind of people to have in your life. And any one of these, too much of any one person is going to be too much. But I was just thinking about the ways that people can impact me positively versus um, negatively. And so I kind of came up with two with two lists of, of, peop- of types of people. Um, so people you do want around you are people that are doers, that are constantly working on something new and looking for the next fresh problem to solve. Um, They tend to be the people that we're the most jealous of because they're always moving and doing things when we're not and we're feeling, and we feel guilty for not getting up and doing something too or feel like we're never going to achieve that kind of success. We don't know why. Well, the reason is because they're just constantly driven to do something new. And so it, 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 Again, you can take it as an, in a negative way and let it bury you down, or you can take it as a challenge and be like, all right, well, you don't have to do all those things, but you can engage with that person and try and get let some of that inspiration rub off on you, which it totally does. Again, you spend time with this kind of person, their, their, their happy, smiley face and their positive attitude, um, you're going to start to mimic that a little bit. You may have a little bit of a grumpy cat face in the beginning, like, man, I hate you, you're so positive, I want to strangle you, but... The longer you spend, the more you're going to find yourself starting to 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 be on their side of things because eventually that dominant personality will will take over. Uh, critical group of people to have around you are questioners, people who question everything to the point of driving you insane. There's a little dash of cynicism in there, but they keep you from accepting things at face value and keep you from stagnating because they're always saying well what if we did this instead or what if we did that instead or are you sure this is the right solution they're not even saying you're wrong or they have something better they're just there to say what if and that's kind of similar to the next group of people with the dreamers who are constantly asking what if and don't let circumstances set their expectations for life dreamers look at the world around them and see infinite possibilities and believe that they can tap into that somehow and be a part of that larger world and achieve those great things. And so, you know, think about now, we're already starting to combine some personalities. Imagine if you put a dreamer and a doer in the same room. You have these great ideas that aren't bound by practicality and, and, and um, 
discouragement and the weight of the world with a doer who's capable of buckling down and doing things but maybe they have trouble getting you know the inspiration necessary to find something truly great to work on and a questioner who's constantly questioning the you know maybe the practical components of it which helps the dreamer refine what they're doing and so it's all these little personalities that that meld together in a successful team um or a successful support group um fellow travelers are what i decided to call people who you feel an extreme sense of kinship with because they're kind of on the same journey as you are um they empathize with you and you empathize with them because you're both seeking balance and 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 taking those steps forward and and you can be a fellow traveler and a dreamer or a fellow traveler and a doer but the point is that it's someone with whom your passions are understood that they understand where you're coming from and it's really important to have someone like that uh at your back because when you're feeling that self-doubt and that, that misery and feeling like am i really on the right path there's someone there to be like well not only do i think you're on the right path let's you know we can walk it together and, and get that much further um great people next peacemakers peacemakers are essential because they're the ones that no one gets mad at them they never are so contentious that anyone can get mad at them they have found their chill and live positively now that doesn't mean they don't have crippling anxiety underneath that chill but when it comes to interacting with other people they're the ones that are able to be reserved and a little bit more clear-headed than maybe the rest of us when some of those tensions rise and are able to be that middle ground and maybe play devil's advocate and kind of diffuse the situation they, they, they tend to flip the script a bit and get people thinking about um, what they're doing from a different angle, which is extremely valuable because, I mean, dreamers, questioners, doers, we're all, these are all people that are focused on something in the distance and the peacemakers help keep us grounded. <clears throat> and the last one that I had on my little list here, which is hardly comprehensive, but I, I thought it was fun to write down, uh, truth speakers, people that tell you what's what and um, equally importantly will hold you to your word. Uh, people that are going to be like, if you say you're going to do something, they're going to be like, well, you get your ass back here and do it because you said you were going to do it. And if you're not going to do it, then you know we're going to talk about that because why aren't you doing it? You know, They're there to, be, to walk up to you and be like, those shoes, are you sure? I'm not hating on you. I'm just saying, are you sure? Okay, so just stop for a moment and think about what's happening with those shoes. Um, the people that are like, oh, you know, this is really good, but the ones that you don't... You know, there's just some people who will say horrible things to you, but you just don't get offended by them because you just know that deep down they love and respect you, and they're literally just saying that because... It's the truth, and they know that you can handle hearing it from them. Maybe not from anyone else, but from them. And again, that's a critical, a critical person that can just walk up to you and, and, and call you on your shit. So people that we want with us, people we want on our team, in our corner, and in our life. Doers, questioners, dreamers, travelers, peacemakers, truth speakers. 
and people that are maybe the opposite of the first group that tend to personify the mirror image of those virtues um, we have the I can'ts they're constantly telling you they would do something but for X reason they just can't like I know I should quit my job but I can't because reasons um, people who on the other side of the spectrum say yes to everything they question nothing except the status quo and just you know just say yes to anything that'll let them squeak through life without having to say no to anyone um defeatists people who contrary to dreamers believe that their circumstances are unmitigatable unchangeable impassable impregnable barriers between them and happiness or success or whatever they're looking for the people who are constantly um you know they're 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 the twin of the i can'ts they're just constantly putting up these briars and brambles in front of them and saying oh my gosh i can't possibly change myself or do anything positive you know i can't i can't be a doer because x y and z reason it's these excuses that just get so originally they started out as an excuse for not doing something and then as more and more things get not get left undone it eventually becomes a core piece of how they cope with life is coming up with these reasons that are part of their fundamental belief about the world that gives them a way to feel okay with not doing anything um sand traps quicksand people that don't or can't relate because they're stuck and will bring you down to their level those are the people that are like you know you say you're really excited about something you're the first ones to be like well i did that in my day and let me tell you x y and z reasons why you're gonna fail um you know and some of these people you know in, in sitcom language that's like the character that's like in the end they're like but i just didn't want to see you hurt oh hugs but in real life we rarely ever get that kind of emotional closure and validation and mostly we just get people trying to bring us down because you know it's comfortable when people are all on the same level it's it can be uncomfortable when there's this dissonance and how people are viewing the world and what they're doing and it's it's just much easier to pull someone down than it is to lift them up so what do you do um stirrers people that are always just stirring shit up you know starting drama and family or friend or work groups and it's like why are you doing this and there are a couple reasons i mean one is because they're a sand trap and they're like well i'm miserable so if i can just stir the turd i can make everyone else miserable too or it's a bid for attention it's you know when you start something like that or when you're the instigator to other people's conflict you still get to be that oh look at me like i've you know started something here i'm at the root of the situation i'll always be and part of what happened that time and it's just creating conflict and it's not usually for productive reasons you know the questioners they may incite some conflict but it's from a desire for more knowledge and understanding <clears throat> whereas a stirrer is just not making any rational attempt to 
engage with people they're just trying to pull people down and and keep them there and then there's people that are just the me 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 me's they'll say anything that will turn a situation to their advantage to generate pity or it's the people that every conversation turns back in on them or someone's cat dies and then suddenly it's a story about their cat dying someone's relative gets cancer suddenly it's a story about theirs one theirs getting cancer it's just always about them it's always about their suffering and so on and so forth and so we have the i can'ts the yes persons because we're being gender neutral defeatists sand trap stirs and me 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 me's and these are the people that keep you in a small space they keep you trapped in one spot because you you built the walls of i can't and my circumstances just don't allow me to do this um why change anything the yes people aren't questioning anything they're just accepting whatever is the current truth or what have you because it's too much work to question it draws unwanted negative attention from the people you're trying to please um you have people like sand traps and stirrers that are creating these little micro conflicts that keep you bogged down and unable to you know focus on the big things because you got these little small dramas happening and the me 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 me's that are just again drawing attention away from you working on yourself and trying to capture your attention and your pity and your energy and then the me 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 me's are also a little bit of an energy vampire kind of person so as i said before human beings are social animals and and being social and forming groups involves a lot of imitation that's how we all find our similar interests and our similar drives and so the more time you spend with one group of people versus another that's what you're going to start to imitate in your own life to try and fit in better and to try and become you know a solid member of that tribe and that's what can be tricky because you want to belong it's a natural drive it's it's fundamental to who we are as animals um but it doesn't necessarily help us tell what's going to be the most positive and fulfilling relationship that we can that we can have is there an answer here i there's not really an answer it's it's just a meditation it's not something where you can just like let me just fire everyone in my life mom and dad you're fired friends you're fired boss you're fired they all everybody's fired you're fired you're fired humpback whale you can't because that's not a thing um but it's something to meditate on and think about because we've all had friends come and go we all meet new people we all, I think, try to think about, okay, when you meet someone new and you're like, wow, that person's really cool. And and part of you wants to understand, like, why am I, you know, why, why is this person cool? What can I, not what can I benefit in like a money sort of way, but, you know, what cool stuff can we talk about? Like for me, it's like music and movies and stuff. Like what cool music and movies can we share with each other? Because those are the things that I really enjoy sharing because it's like a shared emotional experience. Um, but you can also think about, oh, well, like when I was in the, 
you know, when I knew this guy from high school, he was definitely, I definitely, you know, did X, Y, or Z just to stick with this certain group of people. And I wasn't really thinking about what's best for me. Ditto college, ditto, etc. Um, and who are the people that you've encountered throughout those stages of life that have been like hugely positive influences? And did you even give them the time of day at the time? Because <laughs> I gotta say, when you're younger, like, man, fuck the happy normal people. I'm gonna find some miserable assholes to hang out with because they're my people, right? And that's a vicious cycle. And, um, you know, again, that's like sort of the result of my own meditations. And I think that it's just part of knowing yourself and you can't really move forward with who you are and who you want to be. You can't know who you want to be until you know who you are now and, and, and why you have those shortcomings that you perceive and want to change. Um, now, to flip the script on all of this, because we're always like, hear me talk about stuff like this, it makes me, I feel like I'm telling everyone to go to a network event and, and start, like, bring some mistletoe and start making friends or something. But on the flip side is get some alone time like between work kids if you have them significant others work events family events and social media which just is the cock that fills in all the gaps of time we have in between our actual face-to-face -face social things is just get some simple time alone just you and your thoughts and a cup of coffee or tea or whiskey or whatever smoke a cigarette just you know take a moment to appreciate the fact that there's no one inside your personal sphere of space like you can just feel the air moving around you and it's not being heated by all these other bodies and there's no one around and expecting anything from you at that point in time and you're able to just close your eyes and think about what you did that day and the people you encountered and how those interactions went and what skills you used, what you want to learn, dream, think about what you were excited about, think about the reason why you're working, what excites you about it, and take that time alone because that's the time when we get the perspective we need to explore our own head and go spelunking in our own heart and, and think about these things. I mean, we get so bogged down in the sludge of everyday life that we forget to live our everyday life. I mean, to see the world without the lens of, of our own mirroring the people around us is necessary to maintain clarity or otherwise, you know, we can really feel like you're bouncing from one personality to another when you just have these nonstop social engagements. So as with everything, I believe in an intentional approach and I definitely overanalyze the crap out of everything, but the goal is to just increase self-awareness and not let life pass me by and that's what I hope to help everyone else with in this hectic modern professional life where we're hurried along at breakneck speeds every day towards an uncertain future <laughs> um, when we, can, we need to be mindful and intentional with how we live our lives because we can make them awesome we can handcraft boutique life beautiful etsy free shipping in the continental united states life but it takes time and effort to stop and think and it takes time to, to be positive and to learn how to not let 
the constant flow of negativity kill you and which is something I have to work on like crazy so thanks everybody for listening I will see you next week when I will talk a bit about social media and its role in the environment of our lives right now which is a topic that has been done to death and I will do it till it is even deader I'll see you then thanks for listening